Oh yeah, everybody killer, tryna make it to the top We can't take everybody with us, we can't get everybody rich We can't fuck everybody, bitches, I'm afraid to catch a case I feel like everybody snitching cold sweats in the shivers I be having premonitions, growing up ain't had no license Less it's set to check the engine, less we had to spark the wick Show somebody that we miss him, I will park a nigga shit Streets got dark and niggas quick the Talk Season 19, Episode 3. I'm here accompanied by a father of many things, but also True. a father of grass. Father of grass. You know, as, as you get older in life, you realize that, um, well, I can't speak for anyone else, but, like, everyone and everything is my son, so. <laughs> oh, <all right. laughs> That's just how I feel, you know? I gotta, t- I gotta look after a lot of things, after a lot of people, after a lot of, like, creatures, so. Like, it's just say it like this. He's also a father of using random mugs in the morning and sitting out looking at the dew on the grass. Listen, man, sometimes you <laughs> got to just step into that role, you know? A lot of times, like, you just can't wait to be promoted. You got to start doing the work. And then, you know, the universe provides you with that position you've been looking for. And you know what? I've been, I put my 5,000 hours in, truthfully. Let me, I let me mastered t- the role. Let me tell you something. I've never seen someone speed through stardom so quickly to an all-star father when the child's not even out yet but he's hitting those numbers right now listen man it's the same thing about like joining the league right after high school like <laughs> i i joined the fatherhood league right away you know i got my paper i signed my rights deal i signed that away look and, man you know, my image rights or whatever they do in college now this this man has averaged a triple double for at least a year now with that being of Hitting appliance store runs. It's true. Like they Asleep know me at, by like, eight. They know me on a first name basis at the lows. Up at six o'clock, drinking you know, a mug shake- of coffee outside. <laughs> why well, I shake hands with my Amazon truck guy the other day? Because he'd be like, "Yo, you, you did not shake hands with him. That's nasty, nigga." What do you mean? You shaking him and dropping off the package? Listen, man, I was outside. You know. Bringing them back in the garbage cans, right? Because they had picked them up, and you know he was delivering the goods, and I was like, "Yo, what's going on, Francis?" Man, I've never, I've <laughs> never, I've never in my life shook a man's hand while he delivered a package to me. Never. Because look, bro. Because I know they're on a tight schedule. Like they track the time you off the truck and shit, and they like they, you know, if you're like two minutes late on your trip, they like take off one of your pinkies or whatever. However, Amazon does. So I was like, yo, let me save you a trip. I walked up to the truck, and I was like, have a nice day. I just took my package. I've done that. I've never shook hands with the nigga, though. <laughs> like, Listen, bro, this is, that's that solidarity thing, bro. I, I won't get into it in, the, in, the, in this podcast, but I do wonder, like, if we got any listeners or anybody who fucking is a delivery truck driver, how does it work as far as, like, your schedule and what areas you have to hit? Because... You have to do it within the time frame. And what yeah. what happens when packages come back that aren't supposed to come back? Like, you feel me? Like, it, that shit seems like it's a... Like, niggas just be dropping off packages and said they got lost rather than bringing them back. Listen, man, they got a whole-ass route. It's like, bu- it's like being a bus driver, but your route changes every day. Like, you just... You probably got, like, certain neighborhoods that you usually take care of. But, um... There's probably a huge infrastructure that, like... There's probably some, like, 500 nerds sitting in a lab somewhere with, like, a billion computer screens just, like, tracking everything at all times. Man, that shit's crazy. But 
Like I said, I've never shook the hand of any of uh And that fucking uh laboratory is definitely in like Argentina or someplace where like and they got shit right in your backyard. Yeah, they get paid in skirt steak or whatever. <laughs> I don't know what I don't know where that Argentinian hate is coming from, but <laughs> get Listen, paid in skirt. I don't I don't have hate for steak all my frites. Argentinian folks out there. Yo, steak frites is like the biggest scam that was ever. Conceived. I fuck with steak frites heavy, dog. But look, bro, you're not even really getting a good deal. Just get a. They added the word frites to it and just like finesse the whole nation. Well, I don't, I don't get it because it's a good deal. I just like the meal. I've had some really good steak frites in uh in New York. Yo, I don't even know what the fuck a frite is that we're talking about. French fries, we're talking boy. about French fries. Yeah, it's right? French fries. Yeah. yeah, steak frites. Steak and fries, man. I'm not gonna lie. I was wrong six seconds ago, <laughs> and I'm willing to admit that. Now that shit, that shit is really good, dog. Uh, there's a restaurant. I, I might that, have to take a piece of steak down from the freezer and get crazy in a couple that's of a hours. Fact. Make some potatoes. That, that's that's a good little that's a good little meal. Um, I might have to take my boy TSB to one of these spots since he's been uh, expanding his palate. There's a French oh. bistro in uh, in Upper West Side that has a really good steak freeze. Fuck that. TSB's coming down. Yeah, no, no. He told me. He told me he's gonna come through. So be expecting him on the podcast because he's already strong army to come on the podcast. He he told me he got unfinished business, and I said, "What yeah. you mean?" He goes, "Don't worry about it. You're yeah. not gonna, you're not in any danger." <laughs> like, oh, he, he got shit. he got some stories that he wanted to tell. So for all you for niggas real. who who was trying to like, in his words, jip him on vintage or got it's any problems with vintage, it's over for you, dog. Yo, it's you ever you. you ever be on the gram or like on on Twitter? And, like, um, especially on Twitter, like, they'll definitely show you what the fuck people you follow are, like, liking and following. And yeah. Like, I, I still think that's kind of weird, but yeah. Yeah. Like, sometimes I don't want to know what you, you dudes are liking, right? No. But if it's being presented to me, I must comment on it. I have no choice but to, like, say my piece because I'm that type of dude, you know? So, without saying any names here, and we're going to... Move this away from like being hyper specific to one person, but like you ever see you ever see dudes just like it doesn't matter who shorty is like there's let's say like there's a thousand women online. I, I know who you're talking about already. My man's is under like <laughs> all nine hundred of, of them. Yeah, all of them, dog. <laughs> like like it, it's a, it's just a certain etiquette that like as a man you should have where it's just like dog like even if you like her like don't like all her joints like that's not the move if you're trying to back. For real, and especially like, on Twitter, I feel like Twitter's an extra like, cause you, cause now you're okay with everyone seeing that you liked Shorty's pictures, right? Like you're making it known. Like there's all those memes where like girls would say, "Just went through his legs. I haven't eaten in months and shit like that." Right? You don't gotta it's do that true. no more. You don't even gotta do that. It's on your feed now. You can see the type of ugly bitches he likes now, and it's not you. Yo, yo, that's crazy though. Like I, I wonder what that's like. Where like you just see. If you're a chick and you, like, see the dude that you want and, like, his likes is full of bitches that is hit and he's not fucking with you, that's gotta hurt. I'm not gonna lie. Look, I'm, 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 not, I'm not gonna lie to you this. Like, we're not a fucking, like, Joe Budden, like, we, we don't get into conversations about relationships on this podcast pretty often. But I'm gonna tell you one thing. Women are completely different than men in this sense of, like, they'll get hurt. By the pictures that you that you like of a girl or whatever, they they don't deem to be attractive. Niggas Absolutely. don't give a fuck as long as the girl is attractive. Like if the girl that you're trying to pursue is attractive, but.
but she's liking some bum ass niggas pics. That don't really matter, dog. Like, nah. If anything, I'm saying like, oh, I got a shot. <laughs> you feel me? Like not, <laughs> I now. Like, Yo, I'm, I'm there. I'm no. I know I'm dogging. Like this. This is crazy. Like this. This what you like? But then like, I. This it, is, it, it is. This it, is my competition. I'm up. Like, yeah, hundred percent. Like, bro. Like, like this is like when Steph Curry came into the league and he had an old head in front of him playing point guard. Like, yeah, it's it's time. Like. It's over. It's time. It's time for you to clock it in, boys. It was like when Magic came up and he was like, "It's just Norm Nixon. I'm not scared of that mo." <laughs> I'm, I'm telling. Norm. I'm telling you, like this dog, like Twitter. I feel like it's getting worse and worse by like the day. I think that's a consequence of like people getting worse and worse by the day. I don't mean like the comments. Like I don't mean like what they're saying because I think what Twitter's. Known for it's gonna be known for forever. Like people just go on there and say whatever, or just have fucking opinions about some shit that they have no idea about. But it's just like I feel like the platform is getting worse and worse. Like they're they're trying to emulate a lot of shit that like other platforms have. Like they try oh, to emulate so you're saying, the, like the app yeah. itself. Like, yeah, like it's interface, it's mm-hmm. interaction. They try to emulate the fleet shit. They took it off, and now everybody wants the fleet shit back. They're now trying to do a close friends thing, which is kind of fire for Twitter. Though I ain't gonna lie about that. Because if I could just let I could let this shit loose on Twitter. Just around the homies, like the now the timeline is a group chat. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that feature. Yeah, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at that feature. Like, um, it it should be easier to have like a Twitter close friends. I I should honestly like, I just should be able to like not let anyone else see my tweets ever again. It should be just for me. But then when you when you get to that point, that is like the counter of what a social media account should be. So like you make a move that. People may like, but, like, now you're just going to get into the space of, like, you are, um, what's, what's the app that everybody be talking on all the time? Uh, Clubhouse? Clubhouse. Now you just Shady Clubhouse. House. Now you it's just true. Clubhouse. Like, that, that's just, what I mean, is. they have spaces and shit like that, too. Yeah, but uh, the spaces, for the most part, everybody can see it unless you, unless you put it private, I think. But, like, if, if you just go to everybody being on their close friends, now you just got a fucking chat board. For sure. <laughs> like, I think, well... Not, what now Twitter goes to Nike talk. Twitter was, like, uh, just this massive place where everyone can say whatever they want and people could find stuff that they had in common and was like, yo, this person is tweeting Celtics information. I will follow them. Yeah. Now, like, all the Celtics and rap pages are going to get together and start spreading, like, uh, white supremacy, like, propaganda. <laughs> like that. Well, that's what's going to happen. Like, that's a, like now niggas going to get off everything that they wanted to get off just on their close friends. For real. Be like, you know what? Jason Tatum would be a better guard if he was white. Let's just... <laughs> Yo, that's a crazy Cl- thing close, close friends only. Close, close friends close. only. How would he, how, how much better uh, Jalen Brown would be if he's white? They were like, yo, there's a reason why Jokic is a two-time MVP. Oh, 100%. <laughs> but, but, like, I, I don't think people really get that one off because he's not American. Yeah. Yo, if you get that, something about them European whites, bro. Like, once they hit the league and they're, like, above average, they start going crazy. No, they go stupid. Because they're... Yeah. Cause the game, the game translate from Euro leagues to the NBA better. Cause like they have, I think in the Euro league they got a shorter shot clock and like that you, there's not as much of like um, the nitpick fouls that you can get like when you yeah. swipe through or like it's a, uh, it's you a lot flop. more, it's a more yeah, physical, it's way league, more physical. For sure. So when you get a nigga so like you, Luca in, he gonna touch that fucking foul line like forty five times a game. Yeah, he just starts hooping. Same thing with um, Jokic. 
Yeah, with Jokic, he's just like, I'm just going to run and shoot. I'm yeah. not going to dribble this ball more than twice. Nah, but he's a crazy passer, too. Like, insane sure. passer. Insane passer. But, yeah, no, um, shit, since we're talking about basketball, it has come to my attention that A.B. Dash has not finished winning time, so spoiler for everybody here. Uh, before we get the into Lakers the Lakers win the championship. Oh, shit. So, okay, the 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 there's not an anticipation in this show because you know things happen how it's, it's, it's more documented history or whatever. But a lot right, of the shit that was in it, it was fucking hilarious, nigga. Yo, I don't... Why were they showing my dude do so many drugs? <laughs> oh, uh, Spencer Hayward? Yeah, my man was gone. Also, my boy was off, like, the, off that crack. Crazy, bro. For sure. Didn't Magic come out and say, he was like, yo, stop portraying me in this way. Or oh, no, no. Like that. No, every, every Laker who they talk about on that show has wants nothing to do with that show. So, which, really? leads, me, which, which leads me to believe, like, oh, so, like, this either is completely untrue, like, every bit of it is untrue, or this is some shit that was never reported on and people got information on now. That's pretty fucking awesome, actually. Yeah, because, like, nobody likes it. Jerry West thinks that shit is, like, bullshit, and everybody's been coming out. Like, every Laker, like, Shaq, Magic, uh, Jerry West himself. Yeah, I feel like uh, they made Jerry West look better in this show. Yeah, but... People, I thought about him in real life. But, they, they like, they're, like, what they're portraying him to be is, like, you know, angry, and people say that he's not that angry. But I'm like, this nigga got an angry face in real life. Like, that's not too far-fetched for me. Yo, I know Pat Riley's dad got to be super tight. <laughs> Why? He's alive. Why? He was... Because, like, what if he was just, like, a normal dude and he wasn't, like, so abusive? <laughs> oh, shit, I forgot about that. I didn't even peep that. Well, I think that's true. Like, you can't you can't just be making shit up to make shit up at that point. Could you like, imagine? That's just, they, yeah. just, they were like, yo, we need something to fill some time. Let's make his dad a, an abusive alcoholic or something. And, and, I, and I'm willing to put a significant amount of money to, that says Pat Riley's dad is not alive, dog. Pat Riley's, like, 80. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, you, you you don't know for sure. He could he could have been uh been doing numbers, young. I guess. Um, I think the person that has to stand the most uh, I won't say shame. What are you tapping the mic for? Oh, I'm sorry. I won't say shame or pushback should be magic, dog. <laughs> they got magic guy looking crazy. I don't know. They made magic like look like. He's not a human being. Like, they made Magic, like, not a real person. Nah, but that, oh, like, they, I thought they did a good job with that. Because in real life, niggas, that's how niggas looked at Magic at that time. Like, Magic was, like, he could do no wrong. That's why they call this nigga Magic. Like, he just a happy-go-lucky motherfucker. And it's true. Magic is always smiling. He's a happy-ass nigga. Like, but the shit that they got on him with the fucking checks is crazy, dog. I would hate Magic Johnson in real life. Why is it that? <laughs> just look at that motherfucker. I, I would hate how he's portrayed in this show in real life. Like I would not want to hang out with this motherfucker. Like yo, I mean, up, I, I don't think magic. Something. I don't think magic is like that now. That like, no, but then you gotta remember he's just like what he's mad young in this shit. Yeah, he's nineteen in that show, bro. Yeah, like he nineteen. Like, all right, bro. He nineteen in that time. He got the second biggest contract of anybody at four hundred grand, like four hundred fifty grand. He was behind Bird. But I, th- I thought they really did a good job with, like, 
shooting that show. Like, really good job with shooting I mean, that show. Yeah, it looks really good. Yeah. I love when they did the horrible, like, VHS-looking footage. I fuck that with that. That was fire. Yeah, yeah, I fuck with that. It I really like, drew me in I like there. the gameplay a lot, too. Like, when they in the stadiums and shit, that shit is fly, dog. Like, when they I was didn't in really Boston. I like the gameplay. That shit was so boring. Well, not, like, the, the actual basketball didn't, like, but I like the, like, the arenas and shit. When they have them in the arenas and stuff, like, it's... That shit was fly. Like Bro, I like. They the shot that look. shit at the at a Costco. Nah, you wildin'. You gotta they get more credit that, than that. They that shot that shit at a warehouse, like an Amazon Not, warehouse. I, I think they, they shot the that shit. Up and said, I think right, they shot that go. shit in the Staples Center, and they just they were just switching the uh like you know the 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 colors hardwoods and shit. I mean, not hardboard, yeah. Uh, but no, nah, that I thought it, I thought it was really good. I thought that show was really good. Norm I Nixon wanted Magic. Is really I wanted good. Magic to come out and say, "Yo, I fucked way more chicks than that." <laughs> yo, that would be insane, dog. If he was like, "Yo, I fuck way more bitches than that," which I 100 percent think he fucked way more bitches than that. Maybe oh, we'll sure. maybe we'll see it on season two. But like, it's it's pretty crazy when when your agent is a is a girl that you was just knocking off's father, and he was like. It's all business, and he was like, "So if it's all business, then you break up with your daughter for me." And he did that shit. Nah, listen, <laughs> man, I crazy. respect, I respect that like so crazily. It's like you know, I'm gonna get this bag. Fuck it. I mean, I respect the agent. He's like, he, "Yo, he got the I bag, had, dog." He had a goal in mind. I thought the acting was really good on the show. A lot of people were, uh, a lot of people were mad about Kareem, but I thought the nigga who played Kareem did pretty well. I thought he did a decent job. Well, I mean, he, Kareem's like a stoicy kind of yeah. just like. Relaxed, laid back guy. I actually show. watched the interview of his on the Rich Eisen show, um, and that was dude's first acting job. And I'm really, really? impressed by that. If it's his first acting job, he he used to be a professor at Stanford, and he wanted to be an actor. But like when he went to be an actor, like basically when he was trying to go get represented by an agency, they were like playing him like nigga, you're not gonna be nobody, whatever. So I, apparently he through one of his old basketball because he used to play basketball too. Uh, one of his old teammates was approached for the role of Kareem, and he was like, nah, I don't want to act. And then he gave it, he was like, yo, about this dude, though. And then he got the job. And I'm like, yo, that's, oh, that's crazy, though. That's why he, he did well. His, he probably had to work on his skyhook, though. I mean, yeah, mess on did, the magic. Uh, <laughs> did real Kareem come out and say anything about this shit? I think Kareem is on, on the same page as everybody else, where it's just like, this show is very unrealistic. It's not at all how it was. And I'm just like, I, I don't... I, maybe... The only thing that I've seen, like, you got to give me proof for certain shit, and the only thing that I've seen was that one time during the gameplay in one of the episodes, uh, they made Magic hit a game winner, and it wasn't really Magic that hit a game winner. It was somebody right. else on the team that hit a game winner. But like I said, I, that doesn't really matter to me. You got to change some shit team, up for the show. Yeah. Yeah. The, the W is the W. And you just yeah, make facts. it a little more dramatic. That's cool. I thought, Again, I had so a gonna... huge problem with the show. My, like, well, I had a one fatal critique of the show. And it was the orange juice. Orange juice. Oh, the, the the cream shit? Yeah. And let me explain. So, one, I don't get why that was a thing. Where you had to, it just felt like a, a weird little hazing thing. Yeah, right? that's, that's exactly like, what it cool, is. He, he's the rookie. He likes the orange juice a certain way. And then at home, at his home, where he can make orange juice however he wants, he gets the fucking frozen from concentrate one. And he's like, mmm, yummy, my favorite. Yum. yum. <laughs> Bro, you are bugging. My man Magic Johnson squeezed oranges for you. If you've ever squeezed oranges for you, for yourself, you realize you need like 50 of them shits to get like a good amount of juice. Facts. 
and you're just over here using the fucking can concentrate. Like, uh, bro, I, I let was me tell you something, livid. dog. It not. We'll get into the topic of oranges because now that you brought it up, I meant to talk, talk to you about this the other day. So, I, I have I have a juicer or whatever, right? So, so you were talking about how oranges when you do the classic, you know, twist one that you'll yeah. need probably like twenty of them bitches to get a cup of uh, orange juice. You need a good amount, man. With two in that juicer, it fills up a cup. Real? That shit is crazy, dog. Well, they like, didn't have that back then. No, nah, they didn't have it back then. But I, just, I just thought of that I, now, cause like the other day I filled up one of those whole glass bottles that I had just off of like three or four of them, bitch, and that's like a twenty-four ounce bottle of of um, of, of orange juice. But yeah, no, that cream shit. I, I did find that funny, but that is like hazing. I, what I really found funny is that these niggas at Donald, Donald Sterling's house had an all white party, and they just niggas just start hooping. <laughs> nah, that shit was crazy. Funny. That was, it was crazy. Um, actually, Norm Nixon is played by his son. Oh, that's pretty fly. Yeah. Does Does he like his dad? Uh, yeah, he likes his dad. His uh, his dad actually says that that's probably what the only accurate thing about the show is that is his character because it's. That's I mean, his son. they had to do. They probably had to do right by him. Hundred percent. Like, he's gonna go kid. home and tell his daddy. Yeah, shit, yeah, like yeah. But I thought that he was a, a really good um actor as well. I like I thought, Magic's dad the most in the show. If we're being honest. Like acting wise or just like personality wise? Personality, like as the character. Yeah, he's, like he's the realest dad. Yeah, for sure. I don't like his he was mom. Literally like just that. some dude. Now his mom is he's like a hater, but That's, she's like she's, she's honestly Dominican. Dominican. Sure. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. He's fucking Dominican. <laughs> she's talking hater. about how how awesome her son is, like to everyone else, but like actually to him, he's like, "Yo, you're a piece of shit." Bob, yeah, mama, like, label, like shit, it, like that. You know what's crazy too? Dominican Mother's Day is on Sunday. <laughs> Listen, man. <laughs> I'm I'm already preparing myself to hear all that shit. Yeah, nah, me too. Um, Dominican Mother's Day is on Sunday, and my grandmother comes in from DR. So yeah, they, this oh, yeah, facts. I'm so, having a little family reunion this little weekend, boss. You got you got a lot of family reunions, brother. I got a lot of family. Basically, if more than three of us get together, it's a family it's a reunion. reunion. Damn, nigga, yeah, sure. it's a reunion at Stuyvesant a crib every week. Then, nigga, that's three Hell of us. Yeah. Um, but c- continuing on the show, like. I thought John C. Riley did a really good job. They say that that was so an too. accurate description of Dr. Buss, but come on, dog. You got a club in your fucking arena. John was, C. Riley is actually a really good actor. Yeah. First, the first episode of me watching that, I'm like, damn, I underestimate this dude. Like, because what everybody knows him from is all the, uh, like, stepbrothers and all the yeah. funny shit. And I'm like, damn, he's actually a really good actor, bro. Like, he yeah, actually it's can just act true really that well. he, he can tap into that funny shit, but, like, yeah. in a crazy way crazier way the best actors on here who i thought was was john c riley the coach the the one that got that fell off the bike i forgot what okay, his uh, name is mckinney mckinney that's uh, a saul goodman yeah and and uh and magic i thought those three were like really really good like i thought i think the show was a really good show like it got picked up for season two i think they're shooting it already season so, two you yeah. mean 1981 <laughs> I mean, pretty much. That's Holy another thing shit. that I had about the show where it's just like, how far are you going to take this? Basically, till Magic says he has HIV. You can make this show forever. If they do that, it's going to be like 12 seasons if they do a season a year. Yeah, if you do a season a year, it would be really good. But, I mean, Magic and them won five. They should just do the... Honestly, like, I don't want to see too much more of this. Like, give me, like... I'm good with give, five Give seasons. me some good stuff. If it's not, I don't want to see just all winning seasons, though. Yeah, right? no, no, because no. If, if you're no. showing me, like, um, 
a super dramatized like view of what happened and you win every year nah i need to like i need to see the year you guys lost and everyone was doing but crack. but you know what's crazy they they only like the out of their first five seasons i think they they didn't win once i think that's pretty funny. Like Magic's first five seasons, I thought I think he won like three of the five or something like that. So it's gonna be a lot of winning, hence why it's called winning time. But Le- LeBron could never. First five seasons, hell no. Magic won playing fucking center in his rookie year. Like that's why Magic is the best point guard of all time. Like that's why Magic's top five. But um, I'll never forget you said uh, Chris Paul is top five. Chris Paul is definitely top five point guard of all time, hundred percent. I'll never back down that statement. Look at the numbers, brother. I'm going to let the audience react. These niggas don't know shit about basketball. Neither do I, but I don't agree. (laughs) Exactly my point, nigga. Listen, I I just trust Xavier to text me with the shaking head emoji or whatever that is. The facepalm. Xavier thinks Kobe's top five, so this is not a conversation to be had. He's not? Kobe's not top five all time. Oh, all time, any position? Yeah, all time, no, no. Okay. All, All time, no, no, no. He's definitely top five fucking shooting guard. He's number two. Now listen, fam. Yeah. All I know is Celtics in uh, six. 100%. And Warriors finishing out tonight. Max bet that. I, I might put this out today so y'all can max bet that shit. And I'll it's going to be a blowout, too. That's just not going to be close. They- I'll be putting plays in the I'll be putting plays in the, uh, in the group chat. Nobody be hitting, though. Yo, Mark Cuban is such a little sneaky little guy. What you gotta say about Mark Cuban? It's a lot of basketball talk today. What you gotta say about Mark Cuban? Nah, he's just a sneaky little. Look, I know the. He do like weasel. Him and A Rod, nigga, they're like weasel ass niggas. For sure, and it's tough to be like a Mark Cuban hater because apparently, like, he's like a really good dude. Like, he does good mm, shit with his money. Do some research on that boy. Nah, I'm wrong. I, cause I don't know. And you're not wrong, but look at some of the uh, some of some the, other shit. Look, no, look look at some of um about a year or two ago about what what was going on in the Mavericks organization for a while. Uh, yeah. Shit. Look. All right. So I'm gonna educate myself before <laughs> right. I continue. But I remember I did start this with Mark Cuban hate. Uh. So yeah, sh- sh- something about Mark Cuban, bro. Like he could be doing some good shit, but like. I see you for who you really are, bro. I've seen Shark Tank. I know what's going on. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm sure when you do your research, you'll, you'll, you'll find some. But uh, it's like um, you've seen Shark Tank, right? Yeah, I've seen Shark Tank. So you know Mr. Wonderful, right? Mr. Wonderful is the bald dude, right? Yeah, yeah. The yeah, ass, the insane fuck asshole. Yeah, I don't fuck with bro. Because, but, but look, listen. I fuck with Mr. Wonderful a little bit more than Mark, even though Mark is the richest one out of all of them, because, like, Mr. Wonderful is an asshole from, like, the get-go. He's like, hey, I'm a piece of shit, uh, I probably beat my wife, and uh, I cheat and gamble, and I'm a degenerate, and I'm gonna make you an offer. Which I respect. <laughs> not not that he does those things, but that he's upfront about it. it, it what, what was really surprising me about that show, I nobody was hearing the Shark, shark Tank talk, because I probably watched, like, five episodes my whole life, is that... They actually be putting that bread into the into the companies, like for real. Oh, for real, yeah. Yeah, like and that. some companies like that don't get deals have blown up afterwards. Just from fact, I think like Scrub show. Daddy was one of them that like blew up after yeah. that shit. So it's a and, it's uh, a couple of them that blew up. The ring camera is probably ring cam- the biggest. Bro, one. they they missed that fucking bread on that one, boy. That's real. A, I know everybody and they fucking mother got one of them joints. I might get one soon, bro. I don't fuck with that shit really. 
But uh, conti- continuing this, no music. I might, I might have um, a security system installed where it's just uh, <laughs> it's just like a instead of a it's a motion sensor, but instead of a light, it starts playing like uh, Bad Bunny songs. I I got a guy for you. Just uh, just let me know. Uh, I know who the guy is. <laughs> Uh, I was at his house. <laughs> no, no music dropped recently. Like it's been pretty dry since Kendrick, and I think a lot of people who were really up on this Kendrick album the first time or whatever got into the conversation of it on Twitter and was like, "Damn, this shit really don't got repay value." And I'm like, "Oh, really? You you didn't think that him arguing with a chick for five minutes about how he fucking hate her and he ain't gonna give her keys is is replayable?" Joe, bro, they made up at the end. <laughs> yeah, like dog, like it, it's really like I had this conversation with somebody the other day. Um, well, it was actually yesterday. I was like, dog, the the best song on there and the only replayable song that I, that I would personally replay all the time is that Baby Keem record. The Savior Interlude or the Savior Yeah, the song? Interlude. The Interlude. Listen, that shit is hard. Nah, I fuck with a couple of them, like the Silent Hill and the Father Times, the one that we talked he, about. But He said Silent Hill match, as well and Father, and Father Time. Yeah, mad shit of this album. Like, There's just no point to listen to it more than two, three times. And I think that's I think that's something that unless you want to consume like a a headier straightforward Kendrick <sighs> yeah, album, facts. but for it, like it, an hour. it's a lot of that shit. Where like is I feel like a lot of um, not a lot, but like more recent and to people butterflies in in there too. Like Kendrick has been like less replayable. Like to people butterfly, I like some records on to people butterfly that I listen to more often. But it's not going to be, like, on every day, like, I'm going to listen to this record because all those records have, like, a heaviness to them. Like, I don't want to wake up in the morning and listen to Mama in the morning. Like, nah, I'm cool. Like, I'm, I don't want to listen to that right now. I think, um, fuck, I forgot what I was going to say, but this album, much more so than To Pimp a Butterfly, because I at least, like, music. A lot to more, Pimp yeah. Butterf- to Pimp a Butterfly is, like, um, at least more, like, musically enjoyable to me. To me, this yeah. I like, is, it, like I like it. If I ever wanted to speed run like forty social issues in the musical <laughs> form, I would listen. I would listen to this. Facts. She was like, you know what? I feel like being sad today um, about shit I can't control. So I'm gonna go ahead and just uh, run through this one real quick. When AB Dash is revisiting the Kendrick discography in about fifteen years, and and he's uh, he's playing this for his son. He's gonna be like, yo. You wanna know what's going on in two thousand twenty two? There you go. Listen to that. This for, is it. Listen this to is, that this hour, dog. Listen to that hour yeah. of fucking craziness, dog. He's like, yo, put Paw Patrol away for an hour. I got something to show Damn, you. Damn, at fifteen, dog. Paw Patrol away. That's <laughs> oh, another conversation God. I have. I forgot you said fifteen. <laughs> Listen, man. I as someone who's never seen Paw Patrol, I understand that it's I've got like it a grip times. on the children 100 percent. yeah i've seen that shit multiple times and it it has a grip it on the kids dog it's basically a, a crime fighting dogs like it's police one, it's police propaganda isn't it there's one police there's one uh there's one the firefighter <laughs> there's like another yeah. like health person like a helicopter one it's a, they be there's singing like one on that dumb show? fat one yeah no no i don't think they sing not, not to my knowledge. Every time I've seen that with a child, like, I, I fucking phase that out. I just put that shit on so they can chill. Listen, man. But it does have a grip on the kids. 
yeah, like crazy. A lot of kids shows have like a grip for like a year or two, and then something else. But like Paw Patrol's nah. been out here for a minute, just they fucking eat. holding it down. They, they, eat. a lot of the shows that children watch have been shows that've been around shit since we've been around, dog. Like, yeah, yo, Paw Patrol's coming on ten years. Of, yeah, like, dog. It's, it's um. Nigga, you were still in high school dominance. when that shit was popping. <laughs> yeah. For real. Like, yeah. Like that oh, shit the is- fucking. Con- the construction dog. Oh, there you go. Definitely Dominican. <laughs> I don't. This motherfucker's definitely Dominican. Yeah, but nah, that definitely has a grip on the kids, for sure. There would be way more albums I would play to my son before All right. this one. Now we reach the conversation. And I got a list. Uh, Top five albums you play for your son. Three of them is probably Ghostface. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. It's like, yo, look, listen to this, and he's like. Uh, I told you not to move, you stupid bitch. <laughs> that one of them is definitely his R and B album for sure. Underrated. He can, he, he can see like both sides of the man. Underrated. He has to understand Underrated. that like um, you know, I'm, men are complex individuals. It's, I'm t- man. What if you listen, if you play a kid three of the top five albums that you want is gonna be is gonna be fucking Ghostface. That nigga gonna be Muslim by the end of that time, dog. Like he gonna oh, be for sure. a five percent for sure. He, he's gonna wake up in the morning for breakfast and say peace, God. <laughs> he gonna wake up in the morning and say peace, God, and, and tell you, I don't want no, none of my food cooked on the same place that y'all cook meat on. Absolutely not. He's gonna be like, Yo, today's mathematics is seven. The number of God, the representation of the light on earth, peace. You know, how, <laughs> like, you Yo, know, bro. You know how insane that would be if your kid was like off top, seven years old, five percent, and dropping science to you. That should be crazy, dog. I go visit yeah, every day just to see what he say. Dog. Just to see what the fuck just, he's talking just about. Just to see what this nigga yo. talking about. I'm like, yo, what's up? Yo, God, what's up? He'll be like, man, God, let me tell you, I'm being uh, held victim to the cursive or whatever he's learning at seven years old. They don't do nah. cursive anymore. Nah, hell no. But they don't like, fuck about you cursive. You see, like. This long division is like the way that five percent, the eighty five percent tries to divide us. <laughs> um, uh, um, imagine him walking up to to uh, to a teacher and be like, "Yo, I want my number to be zero because zero uh, signifies infinite, and man next to infinite time." <laughs> no, you're not be insane, dog. I'm telling you, I go pick up your kid from school every day if he was like, "I'll be like, you know, Yo, what, give me James, the math." James Bond is a heretic because. Zero zero is infinite. Seven is God's. So you can't be more infinite than God, son. You feel me? Nigga, right down. <laughs> nigga, right down the street and be like, and be like, you ever notice that in our neighborhoods there's a bunch of liquor stores and Chinese food restaurants? Why don't have it in the white neighborhoods? Meanwhile, you live in the white neighborhood. That should be real. insane. I was like, yo, fam, the ice cream truck just came by. <laughs> like, you gotta. A drumstick. Ice cream trucks even exist anymore. Like, I, I, want, yeah. I wonder what your child is gonna miss out on that we had. It's definitely, uh, it is. It's definitely by um, how you raise the kid. But like, a lot of kids miss out on outside time for sure. For sure. But look, uh, one ice cream truck just came by my neighborhood last week, and I I caught the drumstick from him. There must be a lot of kids in your neighborhood because there, there's no ice cream trucks in my yeah. neighborhood no more. Well, I, I used to love the hood ice like cream truck. Child care place, so there's okay, tons yeah. of kids. I used to love the hood, the hood ice cream trucks. Dog used to be a, the ice cream truck dude used to live right across, right, he like right on the next block from me. So when I knew he was either finishing or just starting, I just go go straight to his crib. He used to sell these Italian ices, dog. The bitches used to be so good. I still be craving them bitches, some Italian ices. Yeah, and I used yo, to have credit yeah. with them. 
having credit with the ice cream man is crazy. I used to have mad credit with him. He he was a weird dude or a normal guy. Now he was cool. Like he was he was just like some older Spanish dude. He just had a Yo, truck. In like, my experience, like the ice cream dude is always just like some weird motherfucker. Like I don't know. I get like bad vibes off the one in my neighborhood. Like I might tell him not come by here anymore. Oh yeah. I mean that that would be the perfect profession for you to be a weird, weird nigga too. Like that might like, be like the weird dude like calling card is that you an ice cream man or a but, school bus driver. Don't get it fucked up. Them Mr. Softy niggas be making mad bread. Because, like, like you said, these niggas be having routes. And if you got enough bread, you can buy just buy a bunch of them shits and just take all the good routes. It's true. And they be taxing. Like, nah. in the city, city. Oh, I was, just about to, I was just about to get in that conversation. The tax on that shit, as soon as you cross the hood lines, is insane. It's over. It's bro, like triple in price, bro. I got, I got, so, in East New York, it's $5 for, um, a Waffle cone with sprinkles, which I always get with that shit, right? No, I went to, we was in Williamsburg, and that shit was parked right in front of, like, where they have, like, oh, you know, all the little walk around under the bridge and shit by the water or whatever. Dog, that shit was, like, $9 a pop. Like, almost, that shit came out to almost, like, 20-something dollars for two cones, dog. And I was like, yo, this is insane. I, I didn't know that price varied per borough. Nah, man. It depends on where you at. You gotta make a killing. That's crazy, dog. New York really be making that bread. The same, same ice cream, nigga. Just down two, down eight stops, and this shit is a difference of five dollars. Like this is crazy. What a difference ten steps makes, right? Shout out to Mr. Softy though. They, I, I ain't gonna lie. I never had a bad Mr. Softy cone. When and was the, Mr. Softy like invented? Probably early, early. Like uh, if I had to guess, like fifties. And shout out to the, shout out to the Nin- new, what's that? What, what, Nineteen fifty six. Yeah, I, fi- I figured it was probably in the fifties. That old ass logo that they got on there is definitely some. I only serve white people ice cream shit for sure. Oh, the fucking uh, ice cream man head. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Shout out oh, to and the, that shit's from Philly too. Shout out to the new improved Mr. Softies too. They be selling louder out of the Mr. Softies. I mean, New York legalized that shit, so you can get loud anywhere. Yeah, but it was loud before it was legalized anyways. But that's a good little route to have, dog. Like, I'm just going to go to every hood. Nobody going to fuck with the ice cream, man. Come go ahead and get these A's, these little zips, and we keep it moving. Ice cream, man, might be, like, um, an extremely safe profession as well, like... Facts. Don't it's, nobody it's, fuck with the ice cream. Man. Yeah, nobody's gonna fuck up the ice cream man van unless, except for that one episode of Hey Arnold where they flipped it over. But look, uh, okay. Now, now that we talk about that, I, I, I actually want to retract that statement because niggas used to rob the ice cream man here mad times. Yeah, I'm gonna actually retract it. Too. <laughs> it might be one of the most dangerous professions. If you in the hood, it's one of the most dangerous professions. Any, deli- any, any shit, delivery bro. of any kind, bro. It's definitely more dangerous than being a cop. I'll tell you that much for free. <laughs> nah, but one time niggas niggas tried to jump on the back of that bitch and cuz stopped and he pulled a shotgun out of the back and I'm like, yo, this nigga's insane. <laughs> Having a shotgun to protect like uh, ice cream sandwiches is kind of crazy. Against eight year olds, dog. Like, <laughs> yeah, like look at who your enemies are and look nah, at what they, you're using to defend they, it. They hit cuz up crazy the week before though. Like they stole mad shit out of this shit. <laughs> so, hey. This, but that shit that niggas could have got away with back then. Now you pull a shotgun out on kids, it's over for you. But then how old we'll just do you like, have to, to be to have a? How old do you have to be to have a shotgun pulled on you? And people be like, oh, you know what? That makes sense. 
Let me not ask that anymore. I'm uh, delete that. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say I'm, I'm gonna let that be, but I'm gonna just say an adult. <laughs> an adult, yeah. An, an adult, an adult for sure. Uh, or if you're just a badass 18 year old, like 17 year old, because you know some of these niggas be getting crazy out here. Like if you robbing niggas, then if you're a kid, you don't really know much. But if you if you of age and you're trying to rob the ice cream man, you obviously know what you're doing. Like. You deserve an ass beat. Not to get shot, but an ass beat, for sure. You should get all of your petty crime out of the way before you turn 18. I mean, that's after, just... That's life advice. For sure. Like, after that, then you just... All, the only crime you should be doing is to get, like, money, money. Yeah. If, if you pa- if you pass 18 and you're still selling dimes and nicks, hang oh, it no, up, yo, brother. Step it up, bro. Hang it up. You know, hang it up. Hang it up. Go, go, to, go to City College, you know? Yeah, join a group. You yeah. know, do something. If your re up is a pound every week of weed, hang it up, brother. Like you're not hang making that up, much bro. money. You'll make more money at a at a fucking being a bartender or something. Like and, you'll be inflation right. is crazy right now. You had your fun, you was in high school and you was you was dishing it out. Everybody like got your Snapchat handle and like you'd be posting pics on your story and saying, Yo, just just re up, hit my line. But you know what, bro? Like it's over now. You know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, you had your fun. It's sort of like um like motherfuckers that are like really into like the organizations they were in at school. Yo, dumb niggas is the and worst, like, bro. They'd be like, "Bro, you were in student government 10 years ago. Hang it up." <laughs> no, they, they those those people turn into frat frat boys. Oh, absolutely. 100%. But yeah, no. Nah, un- unless you live in a city that's legalized, a weed, hang that shit up if you're not really moving real work. Cause it, I know, I know some niggas that be getting mad bird off of those packs off in New York for sure. Right, you just getting in the way at this point, bro. Like, <laughs> Facts. Like, you you risking yourself for shit that ain't yeah. even worth it, bro. Like you don't even got enough to pay that bond of uh, your own. Like so, there, like yeah. That's not. There's barrier. There's barriers to entry, like any other like uh, marketplace. Like you know, you just don't got it. You just don't got it, brother. I'm telling you right now. Like I'm gonna, t- I'm gonna tell you the wildest advice I ever got. Your, your girlfriend wants better for you. The wildest <laughs> advice I ever got in the hood. The wildest advice. This, I, I think about this advice pretty often. Way more often than I think I should uh, uh, take this advice. Let's I mean, uh, listen to this advice. One day, we was all in the hood. We all chilling, whatever. Somebody was talking about whatever, how they was going to re-up or whatever. And there was somebody there that was going to be their first time getting some shit. And somebody looked at him and he was like, you using your own money to cop? And flip, and then he was like, "Yeah, what you mean?" He was like, "You supposed to go rob somebody, then do it." And I'm like, "Bro, you got to be the dumbest nigga on this earth." I was like, maybe 12, 13. and I nah, looked at dude, it, and I'm like, "Bro, you got to be one of the dumbest niggas I ever met in my life. Like, you gonna do two crimes before you do one? Like, what the, what nah, sense does that make? This nigga was wild. Nah, he, yeah, no. nah, he's right. Actually, he's actually right. He's not right. He's if you got the bread to cop, just cop. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. You, it. It ain't nothing to it. That shit you was gotta assert, You gotta assert yourself, make a name for yourself before you even try and start selling stuff. Otherwise, people are gonna think you're a pussy. Yeah, no. And this is all in the legend story, anyways. But dude was working at McDonald's or whatever, and he was just saving up bread to do it. But I'm like, dog, if you just save up the bread at McDonald's and you sell work too at the same time, you're making double the money. So don't listen to this dumb nigga, who's gonna, who gonna get you shot up like crazy? <laughs> like you dumb. Like you don't don't listen. To, he's 25 and he's still with us what you think this nigga's successful like you wildin like yeah i remember this alleged story where like um 
this dude, he was still living with his mom, but he was still, like, selling work at the crib and shit. He would always have people um, go to the mailbox and drop the money off, and the the product would be there. So and I remember sometimes, like, randomly, because he lived near the college, I would just pull up and check his mailbox to see if there was anything in there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that is... But it, it's a lot of... It's a lot of those type of people where it's just, like... You just doing this shit for the sport, cause like you not covering your tracks at all. Like it's a lot of those oh, when we was in college and like niggas telling me like, oh, we about to go cop for buddy or whatever. And then you walk upstairs and this nigga like galloping through the fucking hallways, cause he told you to come right. through and he galloping through the hallways butt ass. Like bro, you, you don't want to. This ain't for you're not you. even like, trying. Yeah, like yeah. this ain't. I could take everything you got right now and you you won't do you, nothing about it. You might call the cops. You're a little too comfortable. Yeah, like, nah. Yeah, like, nah. Nigga, niggas on some different type of shit. It's a, it's a mentality thing, because, like, you're a little too happy-go-lucky with this illegal activity we're allegedly yeah, doing like, right now, buddy. Yeah, you, like, you, you... But it, it, there is a difference in a hood one and, the, like, the white ones. Like, I was, I was privy enough to see both sides of that shit where, like... I was privy to being one, one of the niggas in the cars and... Somebody called for something and they was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm right down the street." And it's been an hour and I'm like, "Bro, you're not gonna drop that off." <laughs> and they're like, they, they, uh, they, they, "They can wait." And I'm like, "Bro, this if just if you listen to this logically, like a business brother, if in an hour you don't show up, you don't think they gonna call somebody else and just copy somebody else? <laughs> like you wildin'. You would think. And then you get the other dudes like from the white side of uh, of uh, our city, where it's just like. These niggas is mad inviting in their cribs. Just like, just sit you come, here. Come on in. Yeah. Uh, just come in, need? come into my crib and you can sit here and be here for hours. Like, we can talk about everything you want. Like, niggas be talking about politics and all that type of shit. Now, if you look up, this nigga a lawyer or some shit. Like, his nigga father was a lawyer or something. And he was just selling work out their house. I'm like, this is insane, bro. Like, the fucking Facts. yin and yang of life. Maybe having you weigh it yourself. It's crazy. Bro, them, those are the same type of dudes that niggas from my neighborhood would go to their neighborhoods and be like, what up, 30 grand, when there wasn't even no loud around. <laughs> like, like, Holy shit. Yeah, like... like Yo, how 30, much... It's been a while. Like, how much does we cost now? I think it's like 20. I think it's 20 Man, for like the for crazy. the best. I think it's 20 for like what they would say, I got the loud loud, I got the, the, the gas pack, like what they would say. But I think it's like it's still the same yeah. words. I think it's like fifteen a gram. Motherfuckers just say whatever. They oh, 100%. don't even know what they hundred percent. Now weed got super weird when it, they started making shit like strawberry cheesecake and like <laughs> it got to, it got to be too much. Like even I, I was never really like a big weed smoker, anyways. Um, honestly, so when like shit came out, I was like, I don't even, I can't even keep up with this shit anymore. Nah, like, it's it, too crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's really cra- like we haven't been in New York in a while and. Maybe there'll be a time that we come soon or whatever, go to New York. The amount of different, like, packs that they got is insane, bro. Like, I see people post, like, all different kind of, like, exotic packs and, like... Oh, no. And, like, the graphic design would be crazy, too. So nasty. Like, I respect that hustle. Joel Santana actually got a new little, like, pack thing that he he does. But then you also got, like, runs. You got cookies is the big ones. Like, it's dead ass. There's niggas in Washington Heights selling... Anthony Santos packs, dog. No, oh, that's fire, actually. Like, and, and when any team loses a playoff series, 
it's whatever the team that lost pack. <laughs> I actually like that. I remember so like when, um, Phoenix Suns pack or like shit like that. Like I remember when Shorty died in the Capitol riot, and they're like, "Yeah, we smoking on the Babbitt pack." That was awesome. Okay, actually. but but the thing is, the the thing that I enjoy a lot about like that shit is is entrepreneurship with that because that's good marketing, dog. Yeah, like and the this is what niggas is, is talking about. Yeah, this is what like, niggas is talking about right now. They gotta have. That shit made in advance. Like, you know how, like, for the finals, like, yeah. they make merch for, like, whoever wins in advance? They gotta be doing that for the, the packs, too. The, the thing about that is, dude, the funniest shit about that is, is that the Phoenix Suns packs that you, that you smoking right now was also the Brooklyn Nets pack that was out two months yep, ago. They just, they just put, put the it in a different bag. <laughs> yeah, that's so fucking fire. Holy yeah, shit. but, hey, man, that's good marketing, bro. Like, shh. Yo, you know how tight I'll be if I'm in someone's house and they offer me gelato and they hand me some weed? I'd be like, bro, I needed the ice cream. What is this? (laughs) Bro, you know how much, like, how much times my cousins from DR have hit me on WhatsApp and been like, yo, what's gelato? And I'm like, ice cream. And they was like, that's what these niggas be talking about in these records? And I'm like, oh, no, they talking about weed. And I was like, so they be smoking ice cream? And I'm like, nah, bro, (laughs) that's just the name of the weed. Like, that's not really... Motherfuckers be like, yo, you want some wedding cake? I'll be like, my bad, bro. I didn't even know you got married. (laughs) Yeah, nah, like, that shit, that shit is, that shit is pretty, pretty fucking out of hand now. Especially, like, it's not even California. It's New York that it's especially, like... Everybody nah, was cause just, they they love being cute with that shit. Yeah, like it's it's like now like the wildest name. We we got we got the the Kendrick Lamar pack today. Like after the album drop, like this is insane. K dot pack. We're gonna be smoking on that uh Post Malone pack pretty soon. I mean, <laughs> after his shit flops. I haven't listened to any Post Malone records in years, and I haven't heard like I, the, the people who I know who like Post Malone are the same people who like Jack Harlow, and that's not even me like slighting anybody or whatever. No, like you didn't it's, say it's the same bad. crowd. It's the same For crowd. Sure. That's all it is. It it'll be like if you like Earl, you probably like the internet. If you like the internet, you probably like Tyler. Because like, I, I fucked with um, Posty super super early on. When yeah, you used like, to like a lot of his early music. Yeah, and it's not that like his music got bad or anything. It just sort of got like. Uh, Diluted. It's not. It's uninteresting. Kind of weird. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Like you come in with a purpose in the beginning, and then like after you just start, after your days just become tours and like eating at the same restaurants that Kylie Jenner's eating at. There's not really much of a perspective of life that you can have. Everybody gonna have a problem, but like it, your problems ain't really mine. Like, like your problems is like ah man, I'm sitting next to fucking. Chris Tucker floor seats at the Lakers. I want to sit next to the whatever, whoever. Nigga, I, have, I have a theory that the real Post Malone is like frozen, and that Bud Light made like a clone, and they just like bring him out around and stuff. I'll tell you one thing: Post Malone's transition to being an artist has changed a lot. Agreed. He's a, he's in a lot of shit in a short amount of time. Truthfully, yeah. he's been a lot of he's different versions of Post Malone. Very, 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 very early dog. Like he went from and very quickly too, yeah. and like. Every time he does it, it just people it shatters things in the world for a moment. And that post Mal- and the people that care about post Malone, like their lives are changed dramatically. <laughs> I guess I don't know. I'm telling you, I honestly don't know me personally. Anybody who's like, man, post Malone is my fucking guy. But it got to be somebody. It, it, those people have to exist because he sells out arenas. So like. Yo, he'd be doing, like, 500K first week and shit, so... Yeah, no, no, he'd be selling out arenas, and but, like, those arenas are all the same color. Ain't no difference in there. Look, the more that I think about it, we never should have made a Tupac hologram. <laughs> I 
I don't know what the fuck made you think that, but right. Like, that shit is so fucked up, dog. Like, oh, no, nah, 100%. If, okay, my thing is, if you got the okay from the family, that's fine. I don't even care if you got the okay. Don't ever do no shit like oh, this. Oh, a biggie hologram for, like, coming. Pe- for, like, people's entertainment, yeah. that's crazy. Like, if he was if he was at, a, like, a Tupac museum... Or like exhibit, that shit's like Coachella, just, dog. That's a you bu- got an image. Yeah, it's That's it's a bunch wild. of bitches in these big-ass hats just watching Coachella. They were like, wow, man, what a revolutionary. And then it'll cut to, like, another um, fucking Phoebe Bridger song, interlude or whatever. Like at, that, at that time, they was definitely listening to the, uh, damn, what, what's the... The Foo Fighters? No, not the Foo Fighters. The Foo Fighters. The, the Red the, Hot Chili Peppers, for and sure. I, it, I, I know there, was, there had to be one of those, like... It was listening to fun or whatever that shit is. Red, oh, uh, why you gotta be little so red new. dragon. <laughs> oh, uh, little dragon. Little dragon. That's what it is. Yeah. That's what I was thinking of this whole time. Um, right, let's get to some. I've of never shit. heard a little dragon song in my life. I think you might have, cause I think he, I think Ketchunata did a record with him on something, but like it wasn't I've never like heard a, a record. Record song in my life. Stop. Uh, continuing this, let's get to some shit. Uh, human made. I think Human Made is the brand of all brands for accessories. They dropped two different collections, both accessory pieces, and I thought they did pretty well. One of them was like a home accessory piece, which I thought that you would find very interesting because they have like napkin dispensers and shit on it, and I thought it's pretty like rustic like shit. It looks pretty dope. I, honestly, I'm not that type of person that be buying this type of shit. That's more of an AB Dash thing where he buys like $95 cookie jars utensils. and shit. But Yo, that, honestly, this fucking trash can. That trash can. I was about to say that trash can is a, might be a go for me, brother. Oh, and the napkin. Dis- Yo, if I have like a cafe, yeah, I this fuck is with the napkin, napkin dispenser. dispenser. I like it. I fuck with that. But the thing did is, they like, stamp a banana. Did they? <laughs> it's kind of crazy. They stamped the banana. <laughs> is that like to hang fruit? It's like a banana hanger, but they like on the actual banana in the image they put human made on it. <laughs> you know, I'm. I'm, I'm I wouldn't be opposed to buying some of these towels. Like, what? What's the price range on these shits? I honestly don't know. It they says it says nine okay. nine. It, the the price range for all these items are nine to like uh five hundred dollars. That's not so bad. That's not, not so bad. bad actually. Yeah, no, nah, five hundred. Holy shit! Actually, that might be bad. No, hold on, hold on. Let me let me look at it again because they, they actually had the uh, the actual. The melted price ice range cream on. paperweight is actually hard. That it, it, I think he does like really creative shit, like just for like little home decor. It's it's from nine dollars to one hundred and four dollars actually. So damn, it's not badly priced at all. How much that napkin dispenser is, Kels? Let me go. Let me yeah, go ahead and see this. You know, let's do a little more research. <laughs> let let me go ahead and see this, dog. Might I'm, add this to the registry. I'm gonna buy some fucking towels today too. Let me some see. Towels. Let me see. Now I, I think mean, ta- I towel, towels. towels is one of those those uh, items that you get in life that I, I feel like I can never have enough of. I like a fresh towel, though. Nothing better than a yeah, like a fresh hand towel, like a yeah. face towel. This shit don't even come out to the twenty eighth. My dumbass out here looking and shit. Like all right, cool. But now nah, I thought I thought they did a really good dope pieces, and then he did a clothes yeah. one where it's just like pouches and shit like that. I like little shit like this. It's something yeah, like super it. interesting or crazy. It's just like oh, I'd, if I went in somebody's house and they had the human made towel, like I'm gonna yeah. be like yo, you got a human made towel. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think this is what separates his brand from a lot of other brands that he knows how to do little intricate shit a little better. Like, it's kind of like how we used to get, like, the excitement for the Supreme accessories when they was doing good shit. But he actually makes 
Like, I'll say his clip is, like, 90% of, like, damn, I'm probably going to like majority of these little intricacies that he puts out all the time. He really did it. You know who didn't do it? Rinsen Oreo. Nah, I fuck with this. All right, we're going to get into this conversation. I fuck with this. So, Rinsen Oreo, we get into the food talk of the pod. Rinsen Oreo um, have a little mashup of the thing where it's the... Top cracker is Ritz with peanut butter on it, and then the bottom cracker is Oreo with the fiddling on it. I fuck with this. It's it's just too much. There's That's too the same thing Stavis said, said too. As long as the peanut butter ain't sweet, I fu- I'll fuck with it. Listen, man, if they did this and it had no peanut butter, and the Oreo cookie was like a little more cakey, mm-hmm. then we'd be we'd be on something. I do agree with you that there should only be one filling in here, or just make the filling the icing yep. peanut butter. Just one filling. Yeah, it should be uh, one honestly, filling. Re- remove the peanut butter entirely because the rich cracker is salty enough on its own. Yeah. I mean, but I'm, I'm I will be, say I'm, though, I'm gonna try this shit. Out of all the things that Oreo has done to its cookie, this isn't the worst. Nah, they done, they've done way worse for it. Yeah, double stuff, my nigga, is out of here. Nah, double stuff is a, uh, a fan favorite of some of people we I, know. I, I, was gonna, I was gonna say something, but I don't want to offend... Not just people that we know, just people in the world, but Double Stuff is for a specific crowd. Double Stuff, the crowd is people who um, need to go to the hospital. (laughs) Dog, because Double Stuff is, Double Stuff is insane. Pause, by the way. Double Stuff is insane. Um, Continuing this with more food shit. uh, Here here go good old corporate America on some bullshit. You seen this ice cream? Dog, but the ice cream actually looks really good. Like, let's get to the conversation of that first of the ice cream. So, uh, Cream Malicious is a black-owned brand um, that they they sell it at, of, at Target. Like, that's the big box retail that has it. Because uh, Target's been doing a lot of initiatives as far as, like, uh, having a lot more black products and then trying to have a lot more stuff, you know, after the George Floyd, George Floyd shit happened. I guess that's their way of, like, you know, doing whatever they can or whatever. The ice cream actually looks really good. And I was actually going to go to Target Listen, and go cop man. some of that shit. But Fucking, it's not, uh, it's sold out. Red Velvet and Cheesecake sounds fire, but, like, yeah. why did you put the Juneteenth shit on? <laughs> no, no, okay, that, okay. No, but I'm saying the actual brand that they stole it from, because if you keep scrolling down, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. they stole the it from malicious. it. The Cream Malicious shit actually looks really good, and I wanted to buy it. And I just want to start off with saying that, because, like, this should look fire, so cop that shit. Now, I'll get to Walmart. <laughs> These niggas took the same flavor... Put two black hands on it, put the African colors on it, and then made it a great value ice cream, and then put the Juneteenth edition. <laughs> That's insane, Bro, dog. They were like... That's insane. Their fucking team had, like, a uh, a checklist of shit to hit. That's insane. And they are like, yo, what do black people like? But uh... The- we got it right celebration edition that's so that's so foul dog the crazy thing about it is when i first saw this article i didn't go all the way down i just went to the picture and i'm like what the fuck is racist about this like this ain't this ain't really racist but then when you go to the back store they stole the flavor and then just called it juneteenth edition edition. that's crazy dog it is wild that's crazy Anybody with, like, a brain could have seen this coming once, like, more people started recognizing Juneteenth. Mm -hmm. And And people started celebrating it. Yeah, get ready for the um, commodification of, like... Oh, no, 100%. A real holiday. If you actually go into the second video by the the dude's name is at Kev on stage, uh, he goes into the, like, that he went to searching different products that they have available for Juneteenth celebration. They have, like, the same little, you know, happy birthday sign. They have it celebrating Juneteenth. They have, like... 
basically don't they like have a, like a freedom sign like a yeah, napkin that's a street like insane. all type of shit that they just capitalizing on on the, on that holiday or whatever like when that's specifically what people didn't want to do they just wanted to celebrate it within the culture but now that's crazy but go copy out some uh cream malicious that shit looks fire like i'm it, it's available for pre-order right now um for for the certain flavors the only flavors that they have in our city right now is the peach cobbler one but it's like yeah, i gotta target, start 30 minutes stealing I gotta start stealing more old people phrases like, like this, this. This ice cream says "right as rain," like. Hey, she ain't lying either. Red velvet cake with fuzz chunks and cheesecake swirls. Nigga, what? I'm killing that artisan ice cream. You see, that's Man. the thing. It was like the thing with red velvet is that it needs those chocolate chunks. I'm being yeah. honest with you. Nah. that cream cheese gets a little. Um, I like the cream cheese. Powerful. I like it. I like because I li- I like a a sharp, to to cut the the sweet. But the sweetness. But the thing is, a nigga can't fuck with this right now. It don't fit in the macros for me. If it ain't protein, it ain't in it. So I ain't fucking with it. You just add a scoop and like. I'll, I'll get in. I'll get a scoop. I I mean I I'll, I'll get a I'll get a spoonful. Uh, continuing this, uh, I think that this will be a quick conversation. I think Chanel is trying to really, really, really push that their different from other luxury brands because now they have they're opening up a private store away from other stores that is just available for their top clients you know 99 of the people i would even say close to even closer as close to 100 as you can get of people that have read that article are not top clients 100 percent. top clients got an email about this Top clients that like someone went, they got a package that yeah. have like four billion purses in it. Hundred percent. Because this is insane. I'll will t- tell you this, but like, I think that, I think like just from a luxury standpoint of how things are going, the only two left that are like really 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 luxuries are Hermes and Chanel. And I think Chanel's trying to differentiate like, themselves from Hermes like heavily. I feel like Chanel's like um, recent like increase in like popularity again is like kind of random. And like, it's, at least where Hermes's like um, popularity has come from, it's like mystique and exclusivity. Where Chanel yeah. feels like the super marketed one. But if if you look at that shit too, that shit is really like their classic bag is a pretty fucking hard bag to get. They just don't have the exclusivity of like the one bag. Like Birkin is like the one bag that's extremely exclusive, and so. But I think it dilutes uh, the other shit like. No girl wants to just get another Hermes bag. They all want to get the Birkin right, bag. So you go for one. Chanel got the shit that's just like, nigga, they copping the boy bag. They copping the mini boy bag. They copping the classic. They copping the mini classic. They copping pretty much anything you put out as far as like shoes, slides, and and certain purses. They copping everything. And not to mention that like they don't make it a lot of clothes. So the girls be copping the clothes. The only thing about the clothes that I say about that shit is that like the clothes are still pretty dated. Like... It's like women's well, it's because they don't sell any. Shit. They don't sell any of their clothing or watches online. It's yeah, no, nah. like it's person. all in the store. It's all in person. And it's all like top clients. But I thought this was a good idea for like, so if if you're trying to differentiate yourself, different differentiate yourself from other brands, I think this is the way to do it. Like I, I, I kind of fuck with that. I mean, and you just raise the price like crazy too. So they're definitely trying to be like, nigga, if you copping our shit, you got bread. And if you in these stores, you got bread. Because you know everybody who cops Chanel want to be in that store now. Because now niggas going to be like, oh, you copping from the regular store? That's crazy. You heard? You saw that Fat Joe apologized to Jay-Z? For what? 
about the beef, the Rockefeller beef? No, I didn't. Like, what's what's the apology? Bro, uh... (laughs) I don't know. I want to do a Fat Joe impression, but I won't. We'll save that for the next pod. But basically, just like... He regrets it, and he's like, "That's oh, a, I, I admiration." Did, I did see that he said that he would have. He, the the headline might be a he, little bit deceiving regrets, there. He regrets all the money they could have made. Yeah, that's the thing. He he, I actually saw that podcast that he was on, um, and he was saying that he wished that he would have just squashed that earlier. Like there was no really like real tension between them, and he was saying like basically how they could have made good music and like pun and all that shit. Like they could have made really good records. And it's true. It would have been dope to hear pun whole record for sure. Yo, what's up with you and Dua Lipa? Me and Dua Lipa? Yeah, you gonna explain that to the people? Nigga, what? All right, if you want to keep it low key, <laughs> I, I respect <laughs> and, it. It ain't all right. That that was just out of nowhere for sure. You definitely just saw a picture of Dua Lipa and you was like, "Yo, what's, yeah, what's absolutely." Going she's cute. You know what? No, every, I don't think she's cute. Every time I see her, I'd be like, "Oh, that's what she looks like." <laughs> I always forget. <laughs> I, I ain't gonna hold you. Me too. Every time, because every time I'm like, "Yo, Dua Lipa's cute." Like whenever it comes in the conversation, like with one of my cousins, like whatever, I haven't da-da-da. seen her before, right? And then but, uh, and then they'd be like, "Oh, really? Like you you like you like her?" And I'm like. It always like is she ugly or something? And then I go look and I'm like, nah, she's cute. Like she's bad. Like that. I feel the same way. Like um, every time I see little baby, I go, oh yeah, that's what little baby looks like. Nah, I see little baby often on the timeline, <laughs> so I know what little baby looks like. Oh my god. Um, we'll end this here. Last topic: Atlanta season finale. Spoiler for anybody who didn't that get shit to was it. Dog water. That season finale. It was confusing as fuck. But I did watch the season finale, and Shorty then needs some help. I did okay. I did watch the season finale, and then I had to. Uh, I started rewatching the season with Stevenson because they haven't watched it yet. Him and my brother haven't watched it yet. And watching the last episode, and then going from last episode to going back to watching it, it makes a lot more sense than it did in the beginning when they were like, "Yo, what's up with Van or whatever?" And like uh, on the second episode when they when they got to the hotel in Amsterdam. And Irv was like, Erin was like, yo, it's 4 a.m. Why you getting ice? Why are you getting ice right now? And she was like, oh, I'm just getting ice. Like, you could, like, seeing the last episode, you can see the ticking time bomb just going up and up and up. And it's like, oh, this, this kind of made more sense where they like, she was, like, not seeing her daughter and type shit like that. I, I think they what they were trying to do was just say, like, you know, that she was having, like, problems, like, whatever, she's older. But that whole little thing with, like, the hands and all that shit was really yeah, random. Fucking bread. Yeah, like Come the a, the act the action thing was really random. I I didn't think that was like. I wish that I wish they would have. The peeing on the dude was cool though. I respect that. Hustle. I would. I wish they would have finished off artsy with the with the van shit. I would have wished they finished off any other fucking storyline <laughs> yeah. that the season had. <laughs> that but okay. Regardless of that last episode, this season was a really good episode. Like as I rewatch it with them, like this season was is really really good. Like I rewatched the Lacravius, uh, the, right. the 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 fucking first episode. Like it, it's really good. It's full of good moments and ideas, and it's always gonna be. It's always gonna look really good. It's always gonna be funny. It's always Facts. gonna make you think. But that it's last just episode fucking. The last episode wasn't it, and I. A season three in its totality, just like away from seasons ones and two, it's just it's just not as good. I episode have to nine though, them, though. Episode nine 
the they, one that was in black and white was yeah. awesome though i'm not gonna lie yeah oh well, we we, di- we didn't talk about that one because i didn't get to that one the rich right. wigger what did you th- dog rich wigger, i thought poor wigger. i thought oh boy rest in peace to old boy i thought he smoked that Oh, Kevin Samuels. Kevin yeah, Samuels I he did a smoked great his job role. On he that really, episode. It really sucks that it, that show that that episode came out before. I mean, after he passed, because that would have done re- something really good for him. I think he he had potential to be a good actor because he did really good on that shit. Yeah, especially in that role. I really believe yeah. that. Like, yo, this guy believes that. Yeah, and, and the cra- <laughs> the crazy shit about it is like, man, that episode started off fucking crazy with the Xbox shit. I was like, <laughs> yeah. How you have like, no black saying this shit in the mic, dog? Like, this is crazy. Listen, bro, that's real life. Yeah, dog. Like, that, that shit was crazy. And then, like, him dating the white girl or whatever. And then at the the end was my favorite because I knew it was going to come. I knew he was going to get the low cut and he was going to do the deep voice shit and be mad. working at the out. Best Buy. It was crazy. <laughs> I had to look up the dude in real life because I was like, there's no way. Yeah, <laughs> but like, he's really like that. Yeah, that's nah, just fucking like, hilarious. It, that, that, was a re- that was a really, really good episode. But, like, think about it like that. That episode was really good this season. Train to the Bone was a fucking classic. Um, what what other episodes that we talked about? The the um the fashion joint was a really good episode. Uh, the fucking uh, the reparations for having the reparations that one so it was, that one was, was a really good too. episode. But I felt like from from episode one to fucking eight, I thought we said like all these episodes. I mean, tonight all those episodes were like. Really up there and best episodes for me. I feel like every week we came over here, I was like, "Yo, that's one of the best episodes I watched." The black and white episode was really good. Um, I, I would put that up there for me, but like as far as like funniness, it's still the same ones for me. Yeah, though. this like, this last one was really just a, a weird yeah, outlier. Exactly. Yeah, I, I and I found that a lot like with a lot of shows that I enjoy, like a lot of shows that I enjoy. We've had this conversation before a lot. It's just like. How is it so difficult to wrap something up? Like, that must be one of the most difficult things in writing, which I, I do know, like, from writing in school and shit like that. Starting it. starting and finishing it is one of the hardest things to do. Starting is a little bit more lenient, but finishing it, like, it's always, like, whenever I wrote, like, a six-page essay or some shit like that, the last two paragraphs or maybe the last page and a half was just me rushing to finish it and just bullshitting that. So I, I maybe I love doing that. Maybe that's just like something that's been instilled in us from school purposes, where it's just like niggas don't really finish out that strong because there's not much, there's not really much series that finish out well at all. Like whether it's the season or the ending in general, is I, I don't think they finish out pretty good. Like I think they they wrap it up like really quickly. Yeah, I can't believe Anthony Soprano's last meal was onion rings. That's fucked up. <laughs> hey, that's a theory, dog. <laughs> you sh- you shouldn't be allowed to die after eating something like that. <laughs> the real theory, the real theory is that this that uh that metal just pulled out the yak and, and smoked the the dude who's gonna come yeah, smoke him. Yeah, right. whatever. <laughs> yeah, no, I never heard that one. I don't I don't really get into Soprano theories or whatever because like. Nigga, if we never gonna get the next season, what the fuck does it matter to me if he died or not? Like, that shit don't matter to me. He just went black. Yeah, I'm just gonna be like, damn, that's crazy. Anyways. Yeah, that's it. Like, I'm, oh, well. Um, oh, yo, R.I.P. to Ray Liotta. Oh, yeah, R.I.P. Sure. to the guy. I meant to start off with that. R.I.P. to the fucking guy, Ray Liotta. Goodfellas, you know, all your classic mafia movies. But, sure. Um, leave it at that. 
I mean, I would, I, I would like to give my condolences and RP to everybody who's affected in the Texas shooting too. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the, Yo, then we might have another. I might have my own personal pod rant about that. No, but Jesus Christ, you but horrible the, shit show. Yeah, that that's the that's the reason why I ended off with it because I didn't want to start off the podcast with something like so like. Something that everybody equivocally feels the same way about and feels like the same solution should be passed down and it's been the same forever. So, that's not something that I just want to reiterate all the time because, like, we know what needs to be done. It's just not being done because certain people don't want it to be done. That's it. Simple. Absolutely. So, we'll end that shit off. So, you got something to say? No, just rest in peace to everyone involved, all the families that have to, like, live every day with, like, people... uh, lying about the solutions exactly. and just keeping shit moving when absolutely like 90% of this country agrees on the right way to do things but yeah see, I'm glad you didn't start this in the beginning yeah, exactly yeah yeah no cause no I was I was already kinda tight about it when I got on the pod cause I heard something on the news that my mom was listening to and I'm just like you feel me yeah. like I don't really want my day to be like ruined again for this shit cause some dumb ass news reporter whoever whatever company is saying that like or whatever law enforcement is saying that man you know what if the, if if we just make bulletproof book bags that's a good idea i'm just like Yo, yeah that that's shit. that's the right take to take like and that's, that's like on this, national news dog that's like the 71st idea you should <laughs> like, have there's there's like 70 better ideas before you get there's to that, one idea like, to fix there's one idea that fixes it all and that's that's why Absolutely. i didn't want to bring this up in the beginning tell talk season 19 episode three we out stiggity Open my wings to a new day, spread my lungs, get laced, jump in the whip, stash the guns, twist the key, shifted the deed and flee before anything, get the daily dose of choke, we got the benzo, flooded with smoke, on the float, my eyes burning from the dope, killing my throat, lean my seat back, a taste, lumbar support, on the belt, doing 90 or more, debating on the latest rhyme wars, where units don't count, but your rap pays add up to large amounts, get my thrills, putting other niggas' scales to 